0: Hi guys, welcome back for a, another episode of A Case for the FBI Cross Examining Reality. I am Cassie and I'm Kristen. And we're going to apologize but not apologize for missing next week. We're busy girls trying to conquer this corporate world, so our last apologies week. for being, yeah, last week. <laughs> Sorry. See, I'm so my brain, it's brainwashed by the corporate world that we live I know. in. Oh my gosh. I can't We're- even think straight. I thought today was Tuesday. Uh I wish, but sadly not. No, it's Monday, guys. I scheduled a candidate for the wrong day because I thought it was Tuesday. Luckily, he was still able to do Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's how my Monday went.
1: Okay. Well, I'm I'm very happy that you're here now with us. So that's good. Yes. Yes, we got it all figured out. <laughs> um, but yeah, corporate life keeps your girls busy, so we apologize, but we're back, and we, if all goes well, we should be back on our regularly scheduled programming every Wednesday, but of course, as always, we reserve the right to publish podcasts whenever we want to, because exactly we run it, so. She said what she said. All right, so Cassie, you said that you had a movie that you wanted to talk to us about today. What is that movie?
0: Yes, so. <clears throat> The movie that came out previously, I want to say it came out in like 2008-ish was The Orphan. Okay. And honestly, if you haven't seen it, Kristen, I know you don't really like scary movies, but Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it's not scary. It's thrilling. So, you know, we got Paramount Plus now, girl, we're big Mm balling. If you're feeling brave one day, I'm telling you, it is so good. I I almost don't want to give too many details because- I don't want you to know because there's like a huge plot twist. But anyway, if you saw the first Orphan, they just released on this past Friday, um, technically a prequel to Mm. the original Orphan called The First Kill. Mm -hmm. And it actually is the same girl that played the Orphan originally in the first movie. And so essentially what it is is kind of explaining how she got to where she was in the first movie they released. Interesting. so it gives you a little bit more backstory about, you know, kind of her life, the experiences that led her to America. Um, Mm -hmm. there's definitely a lot of references to the first movie. Um, for instance, like the, the dad and the family that takes her in because she pretends to be their missing daughter. Um, he's an artist and he starts painting with like black light colors so it's like it's a regular painting but then when you turn on the black light it has more features Ooh, to it okay. and so in the original movie there is a point where uh if you go in the adopted girl's room and you cut off the lights a black light comes on and you see this drawing of like a house burning down oh with people dying inside of it i honestly like i loved the first one i loved the orphan i've seen it at Mm -hmm. least five or six times even knowing the plot twist still so good i feel like Mm -hmm. i notice new things every time i watch it Mm -hmm. one of my all-time favorite scary movies ever um so i was like kind of hesitant to watch this one i was like like they're using the same girl. It's been over 10 years. Like how, how are they going to make this any good? Right. Uh, Oh, they did it. They did it.
1: It was was better than the first one. Wow. So just like logistically, if it's a prequel, how are they going to do that with a girl who is now 14 years older?
0: Yeah. So she's uh, there are some shots where you can kind of tell like maybe they weren't showing her feet because they were doing something to kind of make her look smaller um but they did a really good job with like makeup and they had like these if you ever watched toddlers and tiaras she definitely (laughs) was wearing a flipper (laughs) Um, (laughs) aka fake teeth. um and they always have her like in these like really like almost like renaissance victorian like little girl gowns and she always has her hair and like ribbons and pigtails like she really does actually look like a child and she really doesn't look that much older than she did in the first movie
1: huh okay
0: also the girl who plays her is absolutely stunning she's She's from Eastern Europe somewhere, so she like okay. fits the kind of aesthetic that they're looking for. yeah, uh, she's just like absolutely stunning, like has that like really like pale skin, dark hair, like the bone structure. Mm-hmm. I'm like kind of obsessed with her. Um, it was so good. There was like a complete pop like plot twist that I never saw coming. Uh-huh. Um, I really don't want to give too much away, but yeah, let's just all. say the family that she pretends to be the missing girl in the mom is like all over her because she has her suspicions right off the bat now I won't tell you why and I will not give you an inkling as to why but it's a huge plot twist and I was very impressed it was just as good if not better than the first one Um, Wow! and I'm honestly sitting here hoping that they find some way to make a a post quill.
1: a second kill
0: yes the last kill something I need more
1: so it is it's also on Paramount Plus
0: yes and so it came out in theaters on Friday but it was also released on Paramount Plus on Friday because Mm -hmm. it is a Paramount production another plus of having Paramount Plus
1: right all the pluses Exactly. How interesting. Well, like you said, I'm, I'm not really into horror, but I can definitely get down with a thriller and I don't mind. Like I'm cool with gore. I'm cool with stuff like that. I'm just not into like spooky, like, uh, well, I can't even say murders because we watch true crime stuff so all the time, horror. but like, <laughs> I'm not into like Chucky. Like, I'm not trying yeah. to watch a Chucky movie. I'm not trying no. to watch Children of the Corn. Right. Like, I'm not into that. But if you could give me, like, a psychological thriller, I'm definitely interested.
0: That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Okay. So I really do think that you would like it. The only thing that I could say is, like, maybe scary sometimes is, like, she'll kind of, like, pop up places that you didn't, like, know she was going to be. But yeah. it's not, like, there's nothing, like... uh what does it call Par- paranormal? To it, pa- yeah,
1: paranormal. There's no ghosts. There's no oh. ghosts.
0: There's no haunted dolls or anything like that. But interesting. It's, it's so good.
1: Interesting. Okay, well, I will have to do that this weekend, and I will give you a report of I, what I think. I genuinely would love that. Okay, I will put that at the top of my to do list. Um, I will do that. Um, and then you also mentioned to me that you have some questions about the bachelorette. Um, I guess my yes. question for you is, have you been watching? No, <laughs> I figured,
0: mm-hmm. but I just wanted to be sure. Yes. So I've seen some things. And so it had me kind of like asking some questions to myself and I was like, you know what? The podcasters might also want to know. And I want to mm-hmm. get my information firsthand from Kristen Steele, not the internet. Mm-hmm. So I've recently been been seeing photos of Rachel from Colton uh-huh. that we watched season. No, Clayton. Clayton. Clayton Remember, yes. we always. <laughs> yes, I was like, I know I'm gonna get this dude's name wrong. Um. So, who won his season? Is Rachel one of the Bachelorettes
1: on this new season? And is it over? Rachel is the bachelorette on this season. So if you remember, do you remember Gabby from bachelorette? She may, I think you had kind of like checked out by that point, but so it was Gabby, Rachel, and Susie were the final three. Okay. And so do you want like a total rehashing of what happened? Or do you want me to just cut to the chase?
0: um maybe a good mix of both like I want a few details but not too in-depth
1: okay so Clayton his favorite was Susie but basically Mm -hmm. Susie when they made it to fantasy suites with them three Susie got mad that Clayton did sex with Rachel and Gabby Mm -hmm. and she like completely blindsided with like blindsided him and so she sends herself home and then Clayton like Tr- like tries to tell gabby and rachel this and we were like well, well we don't want to be like the consolation prize like what do you right. like it's it's obvious that like she's the one that you wanted so fast forward clayton and Susie are um in a relationship they're just dating oh. which actually they live in virginia beach together
0: oh, well i was gonna say wasn't yeah. she from virginia
1: yeah so was then, she the one that flew planes that's rachel oh okay i get it confused too they um, kind of looked alike they do kind of look alike. They have similar auras. Mm-hmm. Um, But honestly, so to answer your question, yes, it's Rachel and Gabby are the bachelorettes. Okay. So they do kind of like talk here and there about Rachel being a pilot, but they don't make nearly as big of a deal that as like I would have thought they would.
0: Okay. Um, I feel like I've been seeing pictures of her online with a guy. So I was wondering if like
1: that that must be don't tell me what it looks like because I'm wins. Um, but okay. that must be like who she ends up with. Because right now, like we're taping this Monday night. So it's Monday night tonight is hometowns. Gotcha, so hometowns okay. are tonight, then wild we'll fantasy suites, and then finale. So we're just like a few weeks away from the finale.
0: <clears throat> so what I have to say in response to your story about Susie and the fantasy suites, Mm -hmm. it's like, of course, no girl is going to be thrilled to know that the past two nights you went into the fantasy suite and had sex with two other girls Mm -hmm.
1: like duh, but also you're going on the bachelor. That's the thing. And she literally had never raised this issue once with Clayton. Like she never said, you know, like if you, if the, if you do this and like, I could never be with you, it was only after the fact that she found out and got upset about it. And so I think that like, you know, she has a right to be upset or whatever, but like to your point, a you're on the bachelor and B you never told him like, this was a test that he didn't even know about. Yeah. So like, it, it, it just like seemed really screwed up to me. Um, and like, you know, it's, There was a similar situation a few years ago with this girl, Maddie, and she was on Pete, uh, yeah, Peter season. And she was like, she was a virgin and like abstinence was a very important thing to her. And so when it came to fantasy suites, she obviously like, didn't want to partake and said, you know, if you do it with any of these other women, I will like, I will have to leave. So she ended up leaving
0: okay, well, at least she's so, stuck true to her word. I got to respect that.
1: Right. And it, like, I think, I think she even established that book, like going into it too. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, he consciously made that decision. Um, But yeah, it, but it's so funny though, on the bachelor, I feel like every single person has that moment where like, just the fact that they are dating someone who is dating multiple people, they just like crack under yeah it, it, just like the jealousy just gets I guess jealousy or just like you know such a such a crazy thought when and that's
0: that's what I cannot wrap my head around like I just feel like it's one of those things that if you're gonna go on the show like from the very beginning you have to like be in the mindset like if I do right. this this man if I make it as far as I want to, this man is going to have sex with other women. And Mm -hmm. because I know that fact, that is why I would never go on one of those shows. It's just like marrying someone in the military. Like (laughs) I know personally that I could not be married to slash dating someone who's going to be in a foreign country for Mm -hmm. months at a time and could be shipped off to said foreign country at any moment. And Mm -hmm. that's why I would not marry someone who's in the military. So how are you going to break up an engagement or get divorced because your man ain't home enough you knew what you were getting into it's the same thing with the bachelor and the bachelorette
1: okay i didn't know where you were going with that but that makes a lot of sense (laughs) like you know you you have your deal breakers where it's just like uh you, you know you know that you couldn't do that some people it wouldn't be a deal breaker for them So I agree. Like if you're agreeing to go on the bachelorette or whatever, Mm -hmm. maybe they just think that they're not going to catch feelings the way that they do, but it's just like, it's always a plot point at some point in the season is like, so-and-so is so upset that Rachel is like on another date with another guy. And I'm like, look around, like, that's what this whole thing is. So it's just something that you're going to have to deal with. And that's just the way it is sorry dude (laughs) yeah these people drive me nuts yeah um but thankfully it seems so now we're now we're at hometowns and I think that the group see it's like kind of weird with like the two bachelorettes you know that's been like kind of an interesting uh, little plot twist um but Mm -hmm. I I like I like most of the guys that they have chosen so that's good I think because sometimes there's always one where it's just like, please no, like don't pick him. Right. But then also because there's been two bachelorettes, I feel like I don't know the guys as well.
0: Right. Because so many you're having them. to go through. Yeah. So many so quickly. Yeah. I can understand so that I, for I feel sure. like I don't,
1: I don't know them as well as I should.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I don't know why they, I mean, I guess I do considering the way the last one ended, why they decided to do the two, because they're like, well, y'all really got gypped because the girl that took herself out of the running is really the one he wants. So yeah, I might as well come back and do it again. But that just seems like too much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is a lot. And like, it's, it's like, honestly, almost hard to follow just because you're not getting like the, like the, the full perspective of each bachelorette and like what's going on and like what's going on in their brain. So like things will happen. I'll be like, what, like what this kid is from Texas. Like I never like, and then they talk all about t- I don't know. That's a terrible example, but um, yeah. So it's been a little overwhelming. I know a few years ago, they did the same thing where they had two bachelorettes, but I believe like the men got to like it ultimately was only one bachelorette. Like oh. I think the men got to choose Ooh. which one they were more interested in, which Gabby and Rachel did eventually mm. did that. Like a few weeks ago, they were, cause there was just like too much overlap and Rachel just kept getting denied. Um, oh. Yeah. Like she would give men roses and they'd be like, actually, I'm here for Gabby. <gasps> oh. It's just, like, it just keeps happening. Like, I want to say like five different guys.
0: Oh my gosh. Now I got to look up what this Gabby chick looks like.
1: You'll remember as soon as you see her, she she has like a really like dry sense of humor. She was from Colorado, I think. Oh
0: um, yes. I do remember her. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I really okay. like her. I think she's really funny, but I like, like I said, her sense of humor is really dry. And I understand that not everyone is into that. Um, but, yeah, it it was really, really sad, but... Dang, they
0: look... Wh- oh, my gosh. This is just, like, crazy. They look exactly alike.
1: Who, Gabby and Rachel? Yes. What? In these pictures... Oh, hold on. Let me show you this picture. Girl, what are you looking at? I don't think they look alike at all. Well, let me make this
0: bigger. Tell I me mean, these just two so haves like- don't look the same.
1: Um... Well, I mean, they, I mean, it doesn't look like they could be like related to me, but I mean, they both give off like the same energy, like basic white girl energy, but that's all that show is pumpkin spice season's coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Pull out your Uggs. Oh my gosh, I was in the grocery store yesterday and sometimes I like to buy like those big bottles of iced coffee. And yeah. I saw there was some company that had big bottles of pumpkin spice latte. And it said, you know, sometimes it says like only natural ingredients or mm-hmm. like, you know, it says something like that. Normally where it would say something like that, it said literally can't even. <laughs> that is
0: dirty. But I love it.
1: <laughs> uh, or like brewed for 24 hours or whatever. It's literally cute.
0: Oh my gosh. I thought- Look, I'm not going to act like there are no basic bitch tendencies about me, but that is not one of them.
1: Yeah, I don't think. Well, I can't say that I've never had something pumpkin spice, but it's definitely something that I'm not into, especially living in hot ass Florida in August. That's right. No time for that. <laughs> no, never all right is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we well, get to I'm the just, meat I'm just I'm gonna give a little spoiler about a review I hope to be giving
0: next week <gasps> so before the beach I just you know sp- spastically I don't know spontaneously um, spontaneous, yes yes purchased a Kindle, <gasps> and the first book that I got on said kindle was in fact Miss Farrah's autobiography stop
1: no it wasn't yes and I'm like
0: 60% done so hopefully by the next episode I will have completed it and can give everyone the full lowdown on Farah's book
1: can we get like a little like mid book
0: review yeah I'll give a little teaser um if you read it it it's a hundred percent written by Farrah she did not have anybody <laughs> write it for her I can say I can say that um and you know it's not even that it's like grammatically incorrect or anything like that but it's just like it's almost too easy to read you know it just sounds like you're just, list- like it, you're just listening to things- her and talk exactly like she'll be she'll she'll say something along the lines of and like I was thinking who even does that you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah it's just
1: very not using, obvious yeah and it. like not using big words probably
0: yeah and I mean I will say she gets a little too descriptive in some of the sexual oh. encounters <gasps> for my taste
1: wow um, sexual encounters not, with whom
0: with her baby daddy girl,
1: oh. may he
0: rest in peace. <laughs> but yeah, the majority Derek. of Derek is about her and Derek. Yeah. It's the, like, that's all she's been talking about. And I'm like 68% of the way through the book. So that's
1: really interesting because I think we, we talked about this when we did it on the podcast too, is that I feel like we don't really know a lot about Derek. Yeah, we don't so, know like yeah about their In the book,
0: she kind of talks about how that was like intentional because her parents agreed to let her do the show, but Derek couldn't be on it.
1: Oh, interesting. So then, when he died, it was we can't talk about Derek.
0: Yeah, it was kind of like Ooh, we yeah, don't. Yeah, because t- apparently we were just ta- we were talking about this when we watched it because we when I rewatched it, I was like, dang, like they didn't even mention. That he, like, died at all. And he died when she was, like, seven months pregnant. So it was just weird. I think when it's on Teen Mom, I think they talk about it a little bit. But, yeah. I mean, on, yeah. I was going to say. 16 and pregnant.
1: Because I know that he died in a car accident. Mm -hmm. So I definitely, like, learned that at some point in the show. I know, like, at one point, she, she like, takes Sophia to his Mm gravesite.
0: And, like,
1: he... You know, they do that whole deal. But other than that, like Derek is a big old mystery.
0: Well, let me tell
1: you, if you want him to no longer be a mystery, you just pick up <laughs>
0: Miss Ferris's book and you will know every detail.
1: That is so funny. Okay. Good to know. I was, I was thinking since, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but um considering that Kate Goslin wrote a book, I was like, we should do case for the FBI book club oh my gosh we'll just like add it on yeah we read Farrah's book we'll read Kate Goslin's book we'll read I'm sure the one of the housewives has a book oh they all do (laughs) every last one of them does Uh, well I'm glad that you are um enjoying it I hope you're enjoying your kindle I love my kindle
0: Yes, that is the only book I've been reading on it so far, but mm-hmm. I do enjoy it. Um, and I'm not a big reader, so maybe you know, I'll give after this book, I'll give you a more accurate review on the okay. Kindle from someone who does not read. Um, just because I feel like, you know, this one's pretty entertaining yeah. and pretty quick read, so I yeah. feel like it's not really doing justice if I actually sorry. Um, you know, like it or not, so right. we'll see. Well, well a few more weeks.
1: Y'all can write that in pen. Next week, we will be receiving a Farrah's book review.
0: Yes, I'll even give you the title of it because oh. I don't even remember what it is.
1: I know. Well, we can just call it Farrah's book. Farrah's right, book. <laughs> she might have multiple though. I don't know.
0: I'll have to look into that because if there's one that's more updated about her current life, I also want to read that.
1: Oh God, do you want to know though? I do. I'm nosy. I need to know. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, So I absolutely could not be more excited to get into today's topic. I literally referenced this show in our trailer for case for Mm -hmm. the FBI as it being my gateway drug, so to speak, to reality TV shows. And that is John and Kate plus eight. Yes. So if y'all remember, we watched season one together. Um, I am, I know all those children as if they were my own. Um, But this was our good friend, Cassie's first time watching the show. Obviously you knew all about Kate and, you know, kind of the whole deal, but this was your first time watching a show, right? Yes. So could I just get an immediate like reaction from your thoughts is it what you expected it to be is it not what you expected what do you think I will say
0: I think I went in with really no expectations I didn't know how it was going to be kind of like filmed or set up like I didn't really know what the style would be Mm -hmm. and I felt like it was kind of almost like documentary-ish mm-hmm like they were very much like, okay, this is what we're doing today. And this is what we do to prepare for this and right how we do this with 500 children and <laughs> all those sort of things. Um, I will say, I still definitely do not have all the kids' names down. So please don't quiz me on that at all. That's quite um, all right. But I love those children. They are so stinking cute.
1: They are adorable. I, oh my gosh. So cute. Like Especially if if y'all did not watch season one with us, the little kids are all like two, two? yeah, because they had their second birthday, right? No, mm-hmm. wait, was that another they episode?
0: didn't they didn't have their second birthday on it, but I do remember them making a big deal about Kara and Maddie were turning six, six, and That's they right. thought it was it, it was fun that they got to say they have two six year olds and six two
1: year olds. That's right. Okay. yeah. So. That makes a lot more sense um so did you know that they had twin sisters too i actually didn't
0: know that i didn't yeah. realize that um i don't know why because i knew that she didn't give birth to eight babies but for some reason i didn't know where those other two came from <laughs>
1: <laughs> right it just well like john and kate makes eight if you add <laughs> the six and then them. <laughs> um it's interesting. Yeah. Maddie and Kara, especially like in the show right now when they're six and they just mm-hmm. are six-year-old girls and just have a lot of feelings. Um, I actually will come across Maddie on my TikTok from time to time. She's like really, she's she's not big on TikTok, but it's really interesting. She'll make TikToks. And they're probably like I don't know, maybe like juniors in college now. I know Maddie goes oh, okay. to Syracuse. Okay. I don't know where Kara goes, but she'll like make videos about and like the the babies now are like 16.
0: Oh I don't know. Or they like might that. even be
1: older than that.
0: I really don't like that. I don't.
1: Yeah, but it's it's very interesting to like see their lives now. Um, so did did you like? the show did you like why I it? did I did I actually like honestly I was watching it today
0: like oh I think I have a few more episodes and I was watching it and I saw at the top that it said season two episode nine and I was like oh uh <laughs> I think I'm done with the first season <laughs> I didn't even realize I was done I just kept yeah, watching it
1: right and it just kept rolling rolling in um right. what is your favorite part of the show
0: I I really enjoyed the episode where um Kate and John took Maddie and Kara to the American Girls All Store for their birthday.
1: You like that one?
0: I did. I thought it was really sweet just to see them like trying to spend like time specifically with the two girls mm-hmm. and just like it seemed like it was a really nice moment for them and like something that they're always gonna remember, yeah, um. I mean, Maddie, I really hate to say that Maddie is a brat because I think I'm also Maddie, um, but she, she definitely has she, the she, worst dude out of all of
1: them. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's not a brat, a brat in like a spoiled way, but she definitely has a temper I feel, but I mean, I think it's truly really fine because they acknowledge it. And like, I think Maddie now acknowledges it about herself. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Yeah. Which of course, I mean, it's like inherent when you have multiples. Obviously, naturally you're gonna be grouped in with your siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do that's something I will say. I do feel like That's something that I didn't catch, you know, the first time I watched this 14 years ago Mm -hmm. was that they do, I feel they try to like give individual attention as much as they can. And you'll see later on in like season three or four, um, they try to, they try to give everyone a day. So Mm -hmm. it'll be like Hannah's day and like, it's just Hannah and the parents and they go and do something fun. And they like picked an activity that they think each kid would like. Oh, that's sweet. So they try to do stuff like that. So obviously they acknowledge, they give an effort to like give each Mm -hmm. kid individual time. Yeah,
0: I will say, honestly, John and Kate both seem like really great parents. Not really great parents together. um, But you know, a lot of the way they handle like the conflicts between the kids and just speaking to their kids in general, they both seem like really good parents in the way that they kind of handle things,
1: but yeah, Kate
0: and John together. oof.
1: I think I I disagree with you that you think Kate oh, really? is a good mom.
0: I because- I think that sometimes like the way that the kids act or behave or something, mm-hmm. I do think that she'll take them and be like, why did you do that? Like, this is what you should have done. Like now you right. go sit in the corner and when mommy tells you, like, you can go back and be, you know, with your friends or whatever. Now, is she sometimes too controlling? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. She's a freak of nature. Yeah. She
1: is an actual living, breathing Karen. Yes. <laughs> I know that's what I was thinking in the very last episode that I just watched. Um, I forget what, I forget what they were doing, but she is just absolutely like the epitome of controlling. And I wonder if she's just so controlling because this is how I feel sometimes is that like, I can be really controlling. If I feel that a lot of the stuff that's going on in my life, I can't control is
0: out of control. Yeah.
1: So she, in order to like, like rein things in, she like, over controls everything
0: oh my gosh like the episode where she was trying to get a cleaning lady
1: oh my gosh (laughs) that was so sad that was so sad um i will say i think kate is a poor parent to i think like two-year-olds because i i just disagree i mean also we'll put a disclaimer um i am not a mother Cassie is a dog mom, so she has more experience than me, Um, (laughs) but I have no children, let alone eight. Um, I feel like the, like her tone, she would be like too harsh on two-year-olds, you know, because that's, that's the thing with little kids sometimes, especially like little kids when they don't have vocabulary, like it's all about tone and not being like, Aiden, sit down. Like, you know, I, I feel like it was just such a strict tone to me and, and harsh at times. Um, the only thing I could
0: maybe say to that is just like, I feel like she almost has to be that way because there's so many of them. Like yeah. if you're like a little bit too lenient with them, I feel like they'll just like run all over you. And honest to God, those kids are really good. Like she would take them and they would just sit down on a blanket and those kids would just stay. Yeah they wouldn't go anywhere. She could have them out in the front yard and they just stayed in the yard. They didn't even <laughs> run into the street. I was I like, my st- dog can't even do that.
1: Yeah. I mean, from that standpoint, like it is a safety thing, you know, I mean, when they go out in public, like you can't have your kids wandering off
0: somewhere. on oh, to that little ring rope thing. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. The little rope. That's so funny. Um, I, uh, but I really liked John's parenting style because I Mm -hmm. felt like he was strict when he needed to be, but then he was also like very playful and very loving and like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And it definitely obviously seemed like the kids kind of gravitated towards him more just because it was like good cop, bad cop situation. And John was definitely the good cop. So it was like, you want to gravitate towards him. And like, you know, I think he was a little bit more like affectionate and more willing to give like words of affirmation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? So he I wasn't just,
0: doing a lot of the
1: disciplining. No. Yeah. Um, But I think he, w- I think that, I mean, like you said, even though them parenting together is kind of a nightmare, it kind of did seem that they were like both on the same page though, in terms of like the rules. Yeah. It was definitely interesting.
0: I think too, to see like how, they had to do things to make it work, like Mm -hmm. trying to get six kids ready to even just get in the car to go somewhere. Yeah. Oh,
1: what a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like, I felt so bad whenever John and Kate would go somewhere and they would like leave the kids with one of their friends. I was like, you can't just leave your friend, like give your six kids to your friend like that's not right. a normal person can't handle that like now that you you've become accustomed to handling it does it mean that you can just give it to give them all to aunt jody and she'll do a good job right like when they went i can't remember which place they
0: went When they had to break them up into like three different people or whatever it was, but it was like this person takes Hannah and Leah, and then this person takes Aiden and Colin, and it's like, damn, you gotta break up your kids just to have
1: enough people to watch them. (laughs) Right? Right. I imagine it's hard enough trying to coordinate one babysitter. I mean, dang. Um. So then now, of course, that begs the question: What did you think of their marriage? (laughs)
0: Uh, There, there is zero percent of me that is surprised that they're divorced. I mean, it's kind of sad. It honestly is. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, I kind of see it from both sides. That like, I understand why Kate feels she has to be that parent and has to be Mm -hmm. kind of that controlling wife that you know asks her husband to do all of these. Things, but right. at the same time, like just the way she would speak to him in public sometimes oh was
1: just
0: gosh. mortifying. Yeah. Just so disrespectful. Yeah. That like, like you just don't even care about
1: that. He was like another child that you were parenting. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I felt really bad for him. But I mean, you know, at the same time, like, I don't want to make it seem like he had no faults at all. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know if there was something that he didn't like about how the process was going like he probably should have spoken up and tried to change it I think he probably allowed her to treat him that way for so long that like mm-hmm. there was no changing it at that point but right I don't know obviously he's not a hundred percent innocent in the in the situation you know it takes two right. to to make a relationship work but it's yeah a, Kate was a- something else <laughs>
1: It's a two-way street for sure. And like I can understand, you know, sometimes, especially when you're in the heat of the moment and you're stressed, which also reality check Kate, like you have eight kids that your life is going to be stressful. That's just how it is. Like you better get used to it. Um but I do feel that like, even when they, even when they were just like talking to the camera crew, like she would interrupt John and be like, John, no, why did you, why did you say that? Or like, yeah, she was or still like, like just
0: one sentence, John, they don't need the whole story.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's further than just like when they're out in public with the kids in just a stressful situation.
0: Yeah. I do remember like one time they were going to. Oh, I think it was like that festival that the hospital had for preemies or whatever. And, you know, John was putting on their play shoes and Kate was like, no, put on their nice shoes. (laughs) And then, you know, they're leaving or whatever. And Kate's like, oh no, like now they have mud all over their nice shoes. And John was like, yeah, that's why I said they should put on their play shoes. Like that's a situation where he should have been like, Hey, Kate, I know that you want them to wear these nice shoes because right. they're going to see the nurses that saved their lives, but it rained <laughs> yesterday and it is muddy outside
1: and they are too.
0: Maybe right. we should put on different shoes.
1: Well, even like you knew that you're going to some sort of like picnic situation. Like what, what were you thinking? But I guess John just knew that like, if Kate disagreed, that was just how it was going to be. And that's what was going to yeah. go. Right. Um, oh my gosh, that really I felt bad for John in that moment because I do feel like you know, men sometimes like can be right sometimes. And I sometimes I, I feel it's important to acknowledge those instances. <laughs> and so that was an instance where I was like, Man, I, I do feel badly for John because he definitely was in the right there and he just got shut down. And now, Kate, you're all pissed because they got their dirty shoes in the car.
0: Yeah. And I guess he had just kind of like lost his, I don't know. John doesn't seem like a very dominant man. So maybe he never had it, but it's like, he just didn't feel like he could like explain his reasoning to her in that moment.
1: Yeah. He just like, didn't even have the energy to fight. He would rather change six pairs of shoes. So how do you feel about them as people? Like, do you think John is a good person? Do you think Kate is a good person?
0: I definitely think that John is a good person. Um, I feel like he's probably like I. I definitely think he probably Kate is not the only person that he's probably allowed to walk all over him. He seems <laughs> very much like a. I'll Beta. Just sit back and take yeah exactly. He's like just say what you got to say like whatever. He seems a little naive to me sometimes, but he seems okay. like a genuinely good person. Like a
1: little aloof.
0: Yeah, exactly. That actually might be a better word because. Mm-hmm naive I think sometimes applies like some negative implications but yeah he just seems kind of like unaware of what's going on sometimes but I think he's a good person Kate I think that all of her controlling tendencies come from a good place okay I don't like her as a person and I would not willingly interact with her (laughs) but I do think that she has good intentions yeah.
1: <laughs> she yeah. said very
0: skeptically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, I think she has good intentions. Like she's trying like to like to make the house really clean and safe for her kids. And right. she's trying to make sure that they're all getting fed and getting fed a healthy food. So it's like, while it's absolutely annoying and rude sometimes, yeah, I, I think it comes from a good place.
1: But it's like almost to a fault though, where it's like, you also need to realize that you have two-year-olds, like they're going to get stuff all over the floor. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of how it is um but of course you also can't change like your nature though if that's just who she is as a person then like that's gonna be really freaking hard to change
0: I yeah think. and it seems like that is her as a person honey like that is her to her core yeah. this chick was like mopping the floors three times a day oh gosh. and cleaning the stove three times a day I was like what girl What is the point? What is the point? Your kids are going to ruin it in five seconds. Right. Well, she's going to, she's going to ruin it when she has to cook the next meal.
1: Exactly. Just leave it dirty. Who cares? Right. Right. Um, one thing that I did not realize watching it this time around, instead of when I was 13, is that how freaking young they were when they had these kids, how old were they? Well, John turned 30 when they already had right so they must have had caddy caddy Karen, and maddie at like 24 and then they yeah. had the, the sex tablets at 28. Yeah, 27 yeah they oh, yeah got,
0: they also got
1: i know they got married very quickly i did like a little bit more research on this i think they were dating for like a year and a half and then mm. they got married and then i think like immediately started having kids Hmm. yeah but they were just they were just so young like yeah it it just like blew my mind just because I didn't Oof. have any context for it when I was younger but now it's like oh my gosh
0: like right now at the age we are we could have eight kids
1: that is absurd like that are we having twins at twenty-four? building oh
0: Oh, no having no. one dog is
1: enough huh this dog specifically yes mm-hmm. so are you interesting are you interesting are you interested <laughs> in obviously you've like watched more are you just going to keep watching John and Kate or are you like you've had your fill you have your understanding like you're out I
0: feel like I would continue watching it um When was the last season they actually made the show? Like how old were the kids in the last season?
1: So they made season five. Okay. So I texted you earlier this week that I just Mm -hmm. like, I had the divorce on the brain. So I had to fast forward to season five, which is when they get divorced. Um, And I don't know if you remember this, but like when, when, when they were getting divorced in real time, they like the paparazzi were all over them. Mm -hmm. So that was like a really big um, like wedge between John and Kate, I would say that mm. was like really dri- like driving the divorce. So right. ultimately at the end of season five, they ended it because I don't think that, like, I don't think John wanted to do the show anymore. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. you know, Cause he was, they were divorced at that point. Um, but then they started doing Kate plus eight, oh. which was a few years later. And I want to say, that they stopped filming that in like 2016 maybe Mm, okay i want to say because the the little kids were definitely older um but it's like kate in her life and she went on dancing with the stars a while ago so it was like following her on dancing with the stars and like starting to date again Mm. um so i want to say 2016 but then also something something else happened that like t- I guess maybe it just like wasn't getting the readings that they thought it would and it canceled but mm-hmm. there was like some reason why it was canceled or maybe also john like he didn't have like if he didn't want the kids being on tv that could have stopped yeah. it too
0: yeah for sure so. that would be a great 60 minute
1: episode like where are they now the <gasps> goslin family you should do that. I sent you that TikTok of the guy who was about to do like a deep dive on the Gosling Goslings, and um, I'm very excited for where it's gonna go. I don't know if he's gonna go up to present day. But I need excited. to know.
0: Yeah, I need to know what they're doing now. I need to know what John's up to. What is Kate up to? Where are the children? Yeah.
1: So I think John still for a while he was like a DJ. That was his thing. <laughs> he like went to clubs and was like a like a guest dj oh my god Um, he still lives in pennsylvania i believe but actually i saw that kate and some of the kids moved to north carolina
0: oh how random
1: yeah yeah um and so they're like some of the kids are split up too that makes me so sad yeah i think i think i read that hannah and joel live with um John and then the rest of the kids live with Kate obviously the older the older girls are in college but that's um, so wild I wonder why just
0: those two are with John
1: yeah and it's very interesting because I know for a while they like sent Colin away to like a special school what like not in a not in like a good way yeah like I I they felt that like they weren't I guess they were having like problems with him and they like sent him to a special school. So I think they talk about that in Kate plus eight, because like Colin is very obviously not there. So I think they talk about like him not being there.
0: Oh God. They shipped him up like your golden retriever. That wasn't behaving. (laughs) Oh my God.
1: I don't think it was like military school or anything, but I don't know if he had any sort of like learning disabilities or. I don't know. Dang. Okay. But I know that that was definitely like a point of contention. Colin, if you're listening, I hope you're okay, buddy. <laughs> I was looking into it myself um recently because I figured that the the sex tablets now should be like college age, college age. So I was looking into it, but I couldn't really find anything um oh well okay so i just googled kate goslin just saw what was going on um kate goslin's lawyer claims john owes child support amid drama over kids money okay mm-hmm. then well, dj yeah, didn't pay
0: off like he thought it would
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and i know that he was like also when the divorce was going down i think he was like photographed with like other women and stuff like mm. that like also with the paparazzi. Um, all right, let's see here.
0: Honestly, that's not surprising to me though, because like John very easily and not saying that it's wrong, but he very easily comes off as like a victim in the show. Mm -hmm. And, you know, girls are like, Oh honey, let me save
1: you. I know. Exactly. Exactly. When they know also that like, he's been damaged by another woman. Mm
0: -hmm. It's like, I'm going to be the one to fix you.
1: (laughs) So this is some information that I'm getting on Wikipedia. Also fun fact, Goslin and her children appeared in an episode of Celebrity Wife Swap where they switched with Kendra Wilkinson. Do you know I, who
0: she is? Yes, I she was a playboy. I need to see that episode immediately. That sounds like a absolute delight.
1: In February 2013, switched places with Kendra Wilkinson. Um all right, let's see here. Okay, while season six was filming, Goslin went through a custody battle with her ex husband over her two children, Colin and Hannah. Following John's decision to withdraw from filming, the majority of Goslin's new, hold on, the majority of season six was canceled, airing in 2017 with just three episodes. And also, it says too, Goslin's new show, Kate Plus Date, premiered on TLC in 2019
0: no 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 Kate plus date oh my gosh that sounds awful
1: so we'll definitely have to look into that as well oh okay let's see here okay wait no so maybe maybe okay yeah here we go personal life in March 2021 Kate relocated to Troutman North Carolina I've you never heard even of? heard of that. No, um, it's 35 miles north of Charlotte. Okay, um, she moved with four of her children, Alexis, Aiden, Leah, and Joel, who still live with her. The twins are currently both away at college in New York, with Kara attending Fordham University and Maddie attending Syracuse. However, Ka- Kara and Maddie reside with their mother when home from their respective colleges. Meanwhile, Hannah and Colin remain with their father back in Pennsylvania. After the move, Kate obtained her multi-state registered nurse license in North Carolina on. June 30th, 2021.
0: Wow. I really would be interested to know why those two are with John.
1: Yeah, especially Hannah, because you could see in the show that like Hannah was obsessed with Kate and Kate was obsessed with Hannah. Oh, yeah. I would say that Hannah and Leah are obviously the favorites.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. And they were definitely the tightest. Like those
1: two were two peas in a pod. Yes. So, yeah, it is very interesting yeah, that like Hannah and, and Colin choose that. So maybe I'll do a little bit more research and I'll have a report prepared for you next week where I can tell you. Yeah. All the only
0: thing I can think of is like, maybe they were the only two who didn't want to be involved in like shows or anything anymore. So yeah. they were like, we're going to go live with dad. So we don't have to do that anymore. That's the only thing I can think of that right. logically immediately makes sense.
1: And then also, I mean, the divorce just seems like so messy yeah. that I'm sure it's not very conducive to a very good, like co-parenting situation. So during that time, if you like gravitate towards one parent, you know, the kids should be able to say like, I feel more comfortable living with that. Or yeah, that's whoever. actually
0: crazy though. It's like quite the opposite of what we were discussing, like what was happening on the show. Like, Yeah. I feel like as you get older, a lot of the times, like that does kind of happen. Like when you're younger, like you're kind of gravitating towards like one parent. And then as you get older, you like kind of switch over. You're like, oh, well, mom was only doing this because X, Y, and Z. Or <laughs> dad only did this because of X, Y, and Z. Right. So it's just interesting how many of those kids kind of made that shift more towards their mom.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting. I mean, of course she, like. I feel like a lot of people just have like the, the like natural inclination towards their mom, just with the whole like maternal thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's not to say obviously like Hannah and Joel or Hannah and Colin choosing to live with John. Um, so there's a lot of research that is needing to be done here to, to answer all of the questions that we have. Um, Here we go. Here's a little bit of information on Hannah. In August 2018, John revealed in an Instagram live video that Hannah permanently lives with him as there have been an ongoing custody battle with Kate over their daughter. It was reported that in April 2018, a judge ruled in favor of John having custody of Hannah, which prompted Kate to appeal the decision. The judge denied this decision as Kate did not present a legal argument to justify the court's jurisdiction.
0: Interesting.
1: Then on October 2018, John and his attorney filed papers for physical and legal custody of Colin. They claimed that it would be in Colin's best interest to live with his father ap- upon his release from the inpatient center Kate oh, enrolled him in.
0: What? Yeah. Colin,
1: inpatient what's up, buddy? Center.
0: <laughs> what's
1: up? Um, what's up? P1 legal custody of. Colin, Kate and her attorney failed to appear to appear. Colin was released from the inpatient center and returned with home with John for good. As of 2018, Kate and her ex husband are no longer in communication except through their attorneys. In August, 2019 in touch weekly reported that Kate was not attempting to win custody of both Hannah and Colin from her ex-husband. According to John, neither Hannah nor Colin have contact with their mother. Oh, Wow, that's
0: scandalous!
1: Wow, I wonder what he was in
0: an inpatient treatment for.
1: Yeah, Kate announced in August 2016 that she enrolled Colin in a program to help him with his quote special needs. Oh, yeah. What? I don't. I don't know. Like. I don't know if it's hard to tell for me if it was a situation where like, he just had a lot of like learning disorders or if he Mm -hmm. was like violent and like a threat, you know? Right. It's hard to tell. I don't know.
0: This is all very interesting
1: information. Um, Well, I will find Maddie's TikTok and hopefully get some more information from that as well. And I'll let you know. Yes.
0: Yes. We need the inside scoop for sure.
1: Um, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about before we wrap this up?
0: No, not really. I can't wait to hear more about where are they now and is Colin a crazy person or is his mother a crazy person? I can't wait to hear more about that.
1: I mean, I wouldn't put it past her to be the kind of mother to just like Mm -hmm. banish him away, especially if she felt that like she didn't have the capacity to meet his needs. Right. Right. Um, so I will definitely, I'll get to the bottom of it. If 60 minutes, isn't going to give us a, where are they now special? I will give you the next best thing. Yes. And that's me after hours of Instagram and TikTok, (laughs) uh, uh, research.
0: Yes. I trust, I trust your word more than anyone on 60 minutes.
1: Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot. Yeah. Um, all righty. So I guess we will wrap up there with John and Kate plus eight. If you'd be interested, maybe we could do like more seasons later down the road. We could watch like the Kate plus eight and see
0: (laughs) how that goes, but
1: they should all be on discovery plus. Um, so for next week, did you want to announce what we're watching next week? Let's do it. All right. Next week, we are going to watch the, the, the. The Netflix documentary Untold, which I have heard so many people talking about it. So many people saying that it is such a crazy story. I like vaguely know the story a little bit of Manti Teo and his secret girlfriend who is actually a catfish and then like fake dies. I think that's oh. what happens. Obviously, I'm saying this before watching it. So I'm sure we will come back next week with like way more knowledge. On what's right. about right. I'm. It.
0: I'm definitely excited about it because let me tell you, if an, a famous person cannot find a real date and they have to date catfishes, it's just like, what, what is the rest of the
1: world supposed to do? Right. Right. Like you can, you can obviously do better than that. So I'm excited to find out what, what went down and get into the nitty gritty of it. Like I said, I've heard that is very crazy and very good. So I'm excited to get into it.
0: Yeah, I especially hope we find out who the catfish was and we get to see
1: all of that good stuff. I think we do because I'm not going to say, but I think I know who the catfish is. Okay, yeah, don't give it. Away. I'm not going to say anything, but I, I think because this person I think is also in the documentary, I want to say. Okay. So that I'll leave it at that. Nice little tease. Yes. um. But obviously, if y'all haven't seen already, watch it before next Wednesday and we will be – uh, talking about it. I'm very excited. I'm um, so this has been episode 28. Thank you guys as always for listening. Again, like Cassie said, we apologize for no episode last week, but that's life. Sorry, y'all. It'd be like that. It do. It do be like that sometimes. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.